You're listening to Say So Collective by Shay, Amina, and Yvette. Here you'll get honest conversation about life, career, and everything in between from your favorite millennial influencers. Welcome back to the Say So Collective podcast with Shay, Amina, and Yvette. Today we are talking about all things influencer. Influencer. How do we feel about this word? So we're going to be talking about some misconceptions. What even is an influencer? What does it mean to be one? And we're going to talk about the highs and lows of it because I think that it's definitely a very glorified path right now. Maybe not so much, but I feel like it is definitely being celebrated more. So there's definitely some good parts about it. But we also want to just be real about yeah, what we go through. <laughs> so yeah, let's get into it. What <sighs> is an influencer? Okay, so all of us, I think, would be considered micro-influencers. So what does being an influencer mean to each of you? Ooh. Hmm. I think technically, everyone is technically an influencer, um, no matter what size you are online size as in following size. But I think anybody who can inspire somebody to do a thing, so either buy something, maybe motivate them in their life, recommend something to them and somebody listens so you can influence your friend to do something. So I think that everybody is technically an influencer. Yeah. How did you become an influencer? By taking a lot of photos. Because <laughs> I no. think that we all started when it was like sort of taking like by, by mistake that it became yeah. what it is today. But I think that it maybe like started off as like, oh, I want to blog and kind of see yeah. what that could be. That's kind of, yeah. I was like, oh, I want to be a blogger. At the time, being a blogger was like a thing, the thing. And you had your blog site and you were posting, you know, cool blogs about yourself, fashion, beauty, food recipes, whatever your thing was. So I was like, I'm going to be a blogger because I didn't see a lot of black girls blogging. So that was really like why I started doing it. And I just had a lot to talk about. I felt like I had a lot of, sh- a lot of things to share. That's how I got into it. And then the following size came and then it kind of slowly transitioned to blogger, f- from blogger to influencer. And I was like, oh, do we like this word? And I called myself a content creator. Same. Because that word is... I don't like eh. it. <laughs> but technically, we're all influencers, but I create content. Yes. Yeah, the way I started was the same way. I was taking pictures in front of my little house. <laughs> my sister was helping me. Shout out to her. My first photographer, a real one, helped me take pictures on my little point and shoot. And it's just, I had a blog as well. So, well, I still have a blog. I still have a blog, y'all. But... It was just something that I needed to do to pass time because I was looking for a job. <laughs> I graduated college and I was unemployed right after it. I was just like, this is great because I'm bored. So I think back in college, people would ask me where I got stuff from. So I was like, well, this seems like a natural way for me to just start sharing it. Obviously, no idea that it would be this. And it's interesting because the word influencer, at one point I was just like, I don't like that word. But you know what? I was like, I'm going to reclaim the word. If people ask me what I do, I'm going to say I'm an influencer and stand in it. And if they start judging me and it's like, well, what are you doing? Because I feel like it's true. The word influencer has somewhat of a unfortunate negative connotation to it. But I think that's just because people don't understand how to differentiate between an influencer, even like somebody who only create content, like that's all they do. And then like 
an aspiring socialite or something like that. I think a lot of people that are the latter are assuming that they are the former. And it's just like, I think that's when the two get conflated and people are like, well, I don't like that word, but it's just like, well, technically, I mean, you are an influencer who happens to also create content or you're just a content creator or you're just a socialite or aspiring or, you know, an IG baddie, whatever, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> IG baddie. <laughs> I like that. Look at, they've been doing that day. I'm like, they do. They do. Yes. I love a good IG baddie who owns that they're an IG baddie. <laughs> right. I'm yeah. like, stand in your truth. I think that's, anyway. Yeah. Yes. And I think because influencer has so many words and so many different connotations, I think that what the title is that I embrace the most is definitely content creator because I think that we all sort of approach it in a way where it is very much more of like the creative direction of it all, the visual storytelling and kind of more of the artistic components of creating. And I think that the storytelling is definitely where influencer kind of comes from, where whatever your experience is with something is what influences somebody to maybe try something new or decide to take a new path or purchase something. So it just has a lot of layers, but I think that content creator is what I have definitely embraced more of. And I think when I started it, it was very much like wanting to inspire other people to embrace their natural hair and not feel ashamed of the changes that they go through to be their most natural self. Not that being natural is the only way to be, but just feeling confident that this is an avenue for you that you shouldn't be ashamed of or be afraid to show up in all the different arenas that you're in as yourself. And so if you want to have straight hair one day and a big fro the next day, you can do that. Amen. Yeah, so I <laughs> think that straight hair. <laughs> yeah. I think that it's evolved so much because when we first started, there weren't really that many brands involved. We had the brands, of course, that we loved and we used, but it there was not necessarily as much of an incentive to partner anything like that. And so, yeah, there's just so many new elements to being an influencer. Where I think that. The brand side is kind of where I think some of like the misconceptions and then some of like the downsides started to introduce themselves. I agree. Mm -hmm. Because I think that like because the brands are still fairly new, like this is still a new industry. Well, like the past three, four years, it's really like taken off where everybody just thinks that you're working with all these brands and all these brands are just throwing money at influencers all day, every day, where it's still fairly new. So some brands that are new or maybe they've been around, they don't work with influencers. So they still don't know how it works. They're not putting in $100,000 into influencers all day. Like they're like, oh, this is my budget. We thought this was enough. So like we, I know we've all experienced it. We, we talk to brands and we're like, oh, they sh- should have a budget, but they don't have the budget we think. Because they're still new to this industry, you know, like it's still, which I've noticed a lot. I'm like, oh, they don't have that budget. Like that's not, everybody's not in the million dollar budget, you know, which I think is still new to a lot of people, to me, (laughs) you know, but still to all of us. And for those who are a little bit newer to what the space is, the content creation influencer space for how brands kind of play a role in it. So there are different ways that brands can sort of integrate themselves into the influencer life. And obviously you want it to be very organic. If you want to kind of get in front of the audience of somebody who has a larger following that talking about X type of product, then 
you can send it to them and hope that they talk about it if they love it. Or you can do a collaboration where there is a kind of brief where we can talk about, okay, these are all the things that you're going to create around this product from your own experience. And so I think that there's been a lot more of that. There's brands that want to get a lot of stuff for free from creators. And so when you're kind of like getting started in that, I just think that it's just like a fine line to balance. I think that's definitely been like a challenge of mine too, of like, how much is too much? And what do you really want to talk about? Mm -hmm. I guess. Mm -hmm. I don't want to get too off the rails. So I feel like brand partnerships is a whole nother area. <laughs> Very true. Very but true. yeah, that just kind of is like a little bit of a a breakdown of that. But other than that, what do you think are some of the other misconceptions of influencer life? It's slow. <laughs> and not slow in terms, well, actually. Slow everywhere. It's slow. I think a lot of people see what they see online and kind of assume that you know, all day, every day, the influencer is just like being bombarded with brands and so much to do and just, you know, their life is just so, quote unquote, lavish. And you'll be surprised, like, I would say, I mean, even just as a micro, obviously, probably people who have a larger following, they're probably, I don't know, but I would say about 75% of my time is spent like downtime all the other stuff, <laughs> getting things in order, getting things situated. Whereas the 25% that people see online is like the 25% they see online. I know somebody recently told me, I went to an event and they messaged me, love this girl. So this is literally zero shade to her at all. But she messaged me and she was just like, oh my God, I'm so jealous of all these events you go to. And I was like, huh? I was like, what you don't know is that I was the only person at this event. I was by myself. I was standing there feeling like the odd one out. And I was like, girl, I left after an hour. <laughs> I was like, I couldn't be there that long. And she was like, oh. And I was like, yeah. I was like, it looks like, oh my God, this looks so fabulous. But I'm like, there's the other side of just having to do these things. And not that I'm not grateful to be able to do it, but there's a lot of behind the scenes stuff that I think people don't realize goes into effect. But yeah, it is slow. Growth is slow. I know we be seeing people go viral, which is great, but sometimes growth is slow. The brands be slow. The money could be slow for people who are aspiring. Like, I think people assume that immediately you start being an influencer, you're going to get $50,000 off the bat. And it's like, baby girl, my first paid gig, I think, was in 2017. And I think that year I made a whopping $500. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> crushed it. <laughs> Big bucks. <laughs> Killing the game. <laughs> I thought I was doing something. I was, though, because I was my first, like, ever getting money. And I think that was, like, a combined total of, like, five grand. So you do the math. <laughs> <laughs> Man, we um, were really doing the most back then. Yeah. <laughs> Not that but, long ago. Though. I was so yeah. excited. I was just yeah. like, oh, my God, a brand wants to pay me $50 to post on Instagram. Anyway, all that to say, it is slow. But I think that kind of goes into the realities of being an influencer because, again, I think online is, it's not a facade per se, but it's kind of a facade. It's a little bit. Like, we we curate what we want it to look like. Because, again, like Amina mentioned, it's like a creative outlet for us. So, of course, we're going to curate it in a way that, you know, fits like an image. We're not being fake, though. I mean, this is literally our lives, but there's so much behind the scenes. So, to that point... Let's talk about the tea. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> because, you know, there, there's some stuff. And we're going to try to get some of the, I guess, not so fun stuff out the way real quick. So, yes, some of the not so fun, I would say, 
first of all, this is also a business. Yes, it's sharing your life and sharing the things that you love, but there is a business to it to be consistent and to keep it all running and to be able to do more volume, more everything. It feels like there's always a demand for more, more, more. And so I think like the admin side for me is the part that I do not love. I do not like, but it's something that you have to learn how to be good at, at least to like a minimal level before you find somebody that can help you with those things. But yeah, how do we feel about the admin? I feel like Yvette's like an admin superstar. (laughs) (laughs) I have no words. Um, I don't know. I don't like responding to emails sometimes just because it's another form of communication. And a lot of times it's with people you don't know. So I'm like, oh, somebody wants to talk to me or ask me questions or wants me to respond right away. And that part is like, you know, like on your neck. Like, uh, I have to do this thing where I can talk to my friends all day, but whenever a random person from my brand, like the representative is like, hi, we need this. Hi, can we do this? I'm like, I don't know you, but give me a second. And you can't say that via email. So that part about it is kind of stressful. I don't like doing it all the time, but I will because Amina knows I don't have management. So I'm like, I am doing everything and I don't want to have management because I don't want to give them my money yet. (laughs) (laughs) This girl said it's mine. It is all mine (laughs) Um, until I feel like I'm just overwhelmed. But that is a thing that I don't like to do, even though Amina says I do a good job. I don't like it. I mean, that's fair. I think that a lot of times we do a lot of stuff we simply don't like. The same work goes for like working a nine to five. There's components of your job where you're like, I love this. And there's other parts where you're just like, what, what? I feel like I actually like answering emails. You're great. I'm one of those people. She like, has Hello. the best emails. <laughs> They're phenomenal. I will actually pay you to do my emails. I'm, you know, somebody like, else told me that. And I was like, this is be a That could be a thing. People yeah. sell email templates too. I love a good email child. Look mm-hmm. at You're great. I have, I would say perfected. It's an email. <laughs> but I think admin... <laughs> In a lot of different aspects, it's a lot of the admin part I don't like is the the invoicing payment mm. stuff. I'm like, I just wish there was like an automated system to just put it in there and do it and not me have to do it. But that's a really small part. I mean, that part is like me getting paid. So guess who's going to do it? <laughs> yep. I sure will. <laughs> um, but to that part, the hours online, mm. it's very time consuming. Because not only are we obviously posting online, but, you know, just like with any job, there's research, market research involved. And I don't care what anybody says, there's research involved in being like a creator and influencer. If you're like properly doing it, I would say, which requires you to be online a lot of the time outside of research. You're responding to comments or trying to make sure you're engaging with people. You're trying to make sure that your community knows that you're available, which can get a little tricky when it's like, well, damn, I need some me time, but you also want to pour into like, you know, these people that have supported you. So I think that's one thing trying to find the balance. I know we've all had these conversations like together as a group, individually in our heads. It's just how do we balance, you know, trying to find the time to pour into our community, but also the time to like pour into myself because this job, let's be real. It's basically like, it's basically like your life. I would say, I feel like it's like a 80 20 split all consuming mm. <laughs> yeah I was like, mm. like once 90, you 10. I mean obviously people do other things people are influencers and they have like their full-time jobs which you know people figure out how to do that but once you are full-time doing this I think I can speak for almost every full-time influencer that's just like it's you're on about 95% of the time and then that other 5% is like you're thinking about being on <laughs> yes yeah 
Like you, yeah. And I think one of the challenging parts is that when you do create the boundaries, like that was something that was really important to me this past year is just being on less because I think that for my mental health, I just didn't want to be online all the time, always consuming, always like sharing and things like that. So I wanted to take a step back, but then I realized that then that percentage went to thinking about it and thinking about how I wasn't as on as mm. other people were and beating myself up about not being as present online when really my top priority is just being well IRL. Like I don't need to be online to feel great or value validated valuable all of those things and i think that it's really important to make sure to strike that balance and make sure to prioritize yourself and your well-being first and then i think that being online becomes more enjoyable it's a great way to connect it's a great way to just feel like okay this really is my creative outlet and fun for me but when it doesn't become fun and when you do start to kind of put all these pressures on yourself to always be there at the detriment of whether that's like your relationships, your friendships, or your social life, or whatever it is that's a priority to you, then I do think it's good to sort of like take a step back to recalibrate however long that takes. And then once those boundaries are set, then approach it a little differently. And I think that's been like definitely an important part of it for me because nothing is worth our mental health. Nothing. There's not enough money in the world. Nope. It's true. But that kind of goes into like you just saying ourself- Everything is important, like our mental health, our self-help, all that is really important. But also like something that people don't know is because you're not working, you know, under somebody, you don't have a boss, you don't have somebody telling you what to do. It's harder for any entrepreneur, not just an influencer, to be self-motivated and really get up and do the work. Because I could wake up one day and be like, like Amina just said, I don't have the energy for this or am I not present enough? And I can like beat myself up about it for four hours. And then it, four hours went by and I'm like, well, the day's over. <laughs> Guess we're going to start <laughs> over tomorrow. And I think a lot of people life. do that. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's just like, oh, did I do enough? And then you kind of go around in circles telling yourself you didn't yep. do enough. But then your day is over. You're yeah. Like, well, and you still didn't, I still didn't, do, you still didn't do enough, yeah. but you don't do it. And yeah. so it's just like so hard to say, okay, today I'm going to do this thing. Nobody's going to tell me to do this thing. I am going to be the one to tell myself, if I don't do this, the post doesn't get up, the job doesn't get done, I don't get paid. Or whatever your reasoning on being online or how you're sharing, it doesn't have to be money. But if you're working, doing this full time, normally it's money. So it's like, how am I going to get paid today? And that's really the struggle. <laughs> and I think there is like a new procrastination cycle that's introduced because at least when we're working a full-time job, a nine-to-five you report to somebody every single day and there's somebody judging you every single day that you can see and that's on your ass because they're Mm. paying you. Mm -hmm. And so it's, if you don't feel like going to work that day, you still have to go and you're still going to perform or produce or whatever you have to do. And maybe it won't be at the highest level that you normally do, but you're still going to do it. So there has to be a version of accountability like that for yourself. And that is hard to be your own boss sometimes because sometimes you're not going to wake up with that kind of energy and you want to give yourself a little break, like, oh, self-care. I need to take care of myself today, so I'm just not going to work. Like, that's not not always going to propel us forward. And even though we do need those sort of personal wellness days, my way of sort of countering that is when I feel like 
I'm just – the internet is not for me today. Mm. So I'm going to do the things that I actually know still need to get done that will – declutter my mind a little bit whether that's like okay today i'm gonna organize my kitchen <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, you gotta take but care yeah, of your life like, i yeah. still have to do laundry i still have to make sure my office is in order or i can at least do the admin stuff like clear out my inbox something mm-hmm. that i can do on the couch but it's like it's still productive but it's just not taxing me in the way that i don't have the the capacity, capacity yeah, for the energetic currency to complete that day. So, I mean, um, yeah, yeah, creating takes a lot of work, like mental mm-hmm. energy, yes. and it it can be somewhat draining. And that doesn't mean that it's not fun. Like we're saying all this, there's obviously enjoyable parts, but the yeah, reality it's not all is, bad. otherwise yeah, we wouldn't be we here. wouldn't be here. <laughs> but it, it is draining, and so whenever you're having to consistently put out. Like your output is just consistent. At a point, it's just like, wow, I'm I'm a little I'm a little tired. I'm a little tired, and I know for me, I have my moments, y'all, <laughs> where I'm like, you know what? I wake up and I'm like, mm, today is feeling like a no bones day. I don't know if you guys are on TikTok. But I do. This little doggy, and yeah. he like stands up, and then if he just falls back down, that's it. The day is done. You don't do nothing. <laughs> and I'm like, that's me. I wake up and I'm like, ah, it's looking like a no bones day. And then some days I wake up and I'm like, wow, beautiful day. Sun is outside, and I'm ready to work. So obviously, it it, it varies from person to person. But the reality is it, it's a lot of a lot of lot of effort and a lot of trying to stick to a schedule and being disciplined even when you don't. Because sometimes it is a no bones day and I'm like, but I have to get this done. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, drag myself out and I may be moving slow in the beginning. But then once I'm in it, I'm like, oh, OK, right. I forgot. I enjoy doing this. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. And I think that <laughs> when you do power through, there is such a reward. But sometimes it is just a really hard to get the ball rolling. So that's why I think it is good to have that accountability, whether you're creating with a friend or now like a group like we have, I just feel like so much more accountability and like desire to show up when it's like you get to work with your friends, you get to put things out into the world that feel good, that feel like representative of where you're at and where your conversations are. And so that to me is what definitely can like revive it. So if you're in a funk and you're just like, ugh, I feel like everything is stale, everything that I'm doing doesn't feel good. I think that just stepping outside of yourself and focusing on who can I like connect with that is going to who I guess can like bring me to a higher level, not like you're using somebody, but it's just getting inspired because we as people were meant to be in community and we're meant to be together mm-hmm. and collaborate. And I think that like the era of working from home, I was very excited about it. I was like, oh my gosh, I don't have to see people. It this was cute is amazing. At first. I was so happy about it and I had so much energy for it. And I was like, I'm motivated. This is the life for me. Like an extrovert. Solo kind of. mm-hmm. in the beginning. And then yeah, when it either. became a way of life during the pandemic, I was like, okay, this is what I asked for. So let me embrace it. And then I was just like, oh, no, I actually do like people. You're in the middle. I, I think, what is it? Am- ambivert. Ambivert. Yeah. I, I would consider myself an ambivert, but I also... I feel like nowadays, yeah, I'm getting energy from both sides where I definitely recharge alone, but I do like to be around people. And I think that it gets my creative juices flowing. It makes me feel energized. Mm -hmm. 
Aww. I read a good thread. I mean, I'll share it with you guys. It was a, is it ambivert? Ambivert. I think ambivert. that's what it is. Okay. Yeah. Thread. And it was a good breakdown on how do you know if you're one. And it was like explaining everything, everything to a T. I was like, yes. Oh, you um, think you're an ambivert? Yes. I thought you were an extrovert. No. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I, I would say you're, I thought you were an extrovert too. But, but no, I love, love to be at home. And I get a lot of. <laughs> we all love home. But I can be at home more than being out. Like I see oh, people same. who are like, they're out. And I'm like, oh. You are out and you enjoy being out where you're like, I can't live somewhere where I'm just going to be to myself. I'm like, oh, that is me. Because I like Mm -hmm. peace Mm -hmm. more than anything. But then I love being out with my friends. And I think that I like these days definitely gravitate towards like smaller, more intimate settings. I'm energized by those where if it's like crowds and events and things like that, that's not always my energizer. I like events with my friends, though. Yes. Yeah, those are fun. fun. That's so interesting. I think I'm a full introvert, y'all. You are, Shay. (laughs) But That's you okay. love I me will though. It's like I realized the other day, <laughs> yesterday, I drove my car and I was like, "Low key, I've been inside the house for like four days." <laughs> I know. I was like, "Wow, outside world," but I had no issue with that. Anyway, just wanted <laughs> to let you know I'm a true yeah. So, so <laughs> I will keep I my think... butt at home. Don't you worry about me. You ain't got to worry. Me. <laughs> I think that being a creator can lend itself really well to all different personality types and like. However you want to do it, it can definitely be fun and a creative outlet, but you just have to recognize that when you do fall into those ruts, you don't have to stay there and there are things that you can do to like just getting outside and walking or turning your phone on, do not disturb. I know that that's like anxiety inducing at times, but sometimes it's important. Like Mm -hmm. I don't want to talk to some people some days and that gives me energy Mm. Um, (laughs) because you're prioritizing whatever kind of piece that you need to work out for yourself and you don't need to stay in that space but even if it's just for a couple hours it can help yeah Yeah. i think that's a nice little segue into like some of the benefits because like things we talk about the good stuff i promise it's not all bad yeah it's it's not it's (laughs) not literally it can be bad (laughs) (laughs) but it can be good good. Um, but yeah i feel like because I'm an introvert, it gives me the opportunity to be alone, which you love. I enjoy. And I never realized how much I enjoyed it until I was alone. Alone. And I was like, oh, this is great. Like, I, I enjoy the solitude and just being able to sit, even if I'm working by myself. Like, I really don't mind because I'm just like in the zone. And I'm like, okay, this is great. I'm only accountable to myself at this moment, which obviously, when I was working like a full time job, that was not the case where. Having to go into work every day, love my coworkers, but you know, it's like I have to communicate with y'all. Like I can't just be yeah. sitting there just like Debbie Downer, and that's not the energy I would ever want to put out. So I always have to sort of put on a face. Then, even if I was having like a uh, day, I had to sort of just suck it up. And now, if I have an uh, day, I'm like nobody knows because I'm in my house and I could be crying, but <laughs> nobody will ever know. <laughs> that's true. And the part of me wonders: is that a good or a bad? Thing. Mm. Well, you're right. <laughs> I was just telling somebody yesterday, I was just like, I'm having to find a balance of letting people know how I'm feeling yeah. if they happen to yes. ask me in the moment. Because this girl, I said she's a friend, she called me and she was like, I was just checking in on you. And I was like, oh. She was like, how are you? And I was like, well, I was like, I'll be honest with you. This is how I'm feeling. And we had a really good conversation. But I was like, I'm getting used to being more honest or just telling people, like, I'm not in a good mood right now. So yeah. You yeah. do do that, a good job with that these days. Mm. Like, I know you're messaging me like, hey, 
just want to let you know this is how I feel. I'm fine though. Yeah. I'll be ready for whatever thing tomorrow. Right. I'm like, okay. But it's good to know. Like, I like that kind of communication. And obviously, we're never we don't see each other every day. We see each other more these days, but we don't see each other every day. So it's like, I wonder how Mina's doing. I wonder how Shay's doing. But I don't know because we're not in the same like yeah. place, you know? So it's kind of nice when you like. And I think that's an important thing to note. If you are somebody that works alone (laughs) or does a lot of independent work, and even if that's like maybe you have a lot of different jobs where you are working with different people, but you still are the solo act in your daily, then make sure that you do have people that you can rely on, that you can talk to, whether that is, you know, maybe you don't get to see or talk to all your friends all the time or a close group of friends try therapy, try something that is just going to make sure that you are getting those things that you might be starting to hold on to or not express. You have to get those out because I think that's going to create blocks in any kind of work that you're doing or your energy. And it's so, so important not to hold on to that. And that's just going to free your mental space to be your best self and not get like too bogged down. Cause I think that a lot of times you might think that you're alone in something. Like I remember before we really had like a very active group chat between the three of us, I was going through it during a period of time. And I was like, can I be vulnerable and just like vent a little bit? And then we started to have more venting sessions where it wasn't like a full on, like a bitch session, but it was really just being honest and being being able to encourage each other for where we're at because you might not see the good that you're doing sometimes and you're only in a space of like, oh, I'm not doing this enough or I feel like I'm in a rut or I'm like stuck and don't know what to do next. And your people who are close to you who can see you outside of you will be able to feed your spirit in ways that you're not just going to get from reading a good book or like listening to a motivational speech. Like you need feedback (laughs) and that's going to lift your spirits and maybe help you start changing some things or reframe your mind about how you're approaching things. It's just so valuable. So don't let yourself stay in your head too long. If you don't be like me, (laughs) (laughs) don't be like Shay. No, we, we, We pull that, we pull it out of you, I think, I think you do a good job of, no, people do it, yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm like begrudgingly like, I mean, I guess, if you're asking, but it's true, afterwards, I'm like, I guess I guess, yes, okay, but, fun, fun things, because we, I know, I know, I promise, there's fun stuff, guys, no, the fun thing was, obviously, being able to Work from the comfort of your home. That oh, was the right. fun thing. Oh, yeah. And that was the point of her. Exchange, oh, yeah. It's exchange. so fun to work from home, except for except when, when I'm depressed. <laughs> but working from the comfort of your home, and I would say, obviously, making your own schedule. That's my favorite thing. Like, having the freedom to, I'm currently traveling, but still being able to work while you travel and take as many days off as you need. And I say days off in quotes because you're technically not off. You're still working, but I'll be working from another state, another city. So that's always nice. And yeah, and working with people like you guys. And meeting people like you guys. Oh my God. (laughs) And I think that is just Shay not wanting to be around people. It's just like, oh. But, but you know. I love it. I mean, specifically us. I just think it's great being able to meet like, you know, other creatives and being able to like cultivate amazing relationships with them and coming up with ideas like this. Like I would have never thought about doing a podcast with this, you know, 
mm-hmm. at all and having like a group like this, if it wasn't for y'all and like meeting people like y'all, which I think I would have got, you know, if I wasn't an influencer, I might have saw y'all on the street somewhere, but it wouldn't have been the same. So would you have? Because no, you <laughs> I probably would not. On you, the couch. you are right. <laughs> I wouldn't have saw you. Yeah, you I might have saw you, Amina. I wouldn't have saw Shay on the couch. But yeah, I think that's the beauty of this industry. Yeah, I agree. And that's also one thing. And this is not a promotion for California, let me tell you. But <laughs> <laughs> One thing I like about being out here is I feel surrounded by people who are willing to take risks for what their passions are. And I think no matter where you live, everybody has that desire to take bet on themselves and to take the leap of faith to do something different if they're in a space where maybe you did pursue a career in law and then you decided that you didn't really like being an attorney Mm. and you can change your mind and you can pursue whatever creative pursuits that you want or whatever that looks like. And I think being surrounded by like-minded people who won't look at you sideways if you're like, oh, I'm going to start a podcast. That's not outlandish to the people that we speak to on a regular basis. And I think that finding people in your circle that are going to support you in whatever your endeavors are within reason, but (laughs) within reason. (laughs) Yeah. But whatever your passion is, and I don't like to abuse the word passion, but I don't have a better word for it. But the thing that lights you up and that you really shine in, like, don't be afraid of that, even if it's, you know, something that everybody around you is not doing. So that's one of the reasons why I like being in the creative space because there are just so many fun ideas that are bouncing around and ways to execute those. And maybe you know people who have different skill sets that you than you that you can team up with. And I think that that's just made it so much more fun. We have an amazing photographer, shout out to Kay, who is helping Woo. us with some amazing Woo. visuals. And while I think all of us have really like honed our photography craft and videography craft, it's just so much more fun to be able to team up with somebody who really focuses on that and has gone all in on that, on that passion and that skill that they have. And I just think the fruits of that is so much better than if we were just like, oh, let's just keep it in the family and do it ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. It's just not as, not as fun. So I think, yeah, just the promotion of collaboration, which I'm Mm -hmm. definitely leaning into more and more. And also getting better at different skills because you do have to wear a lot of hats in this field. And from that, like, yes, I love being able to like talk and encourage other people on different topics. I love to give advice and consult and do all of those things. But I also really love to create videos. I love to nerd out about like tech and lenses and cameras. And those are things that I don't think that I would have had the opportunity to do if I were just in one lane. Yeah. You would be still not. I mean, yeah, you could, but you would just be discovering it still. Yeah. Like, is this something that I want to get into? Mm -hmm. And is it going to be cost like worth? Yeah. Is it going to be worth the cost? Where this, you know, it's like, this is like, I'm investing in it, but I'm actually using it. And I'm really like maxing this out and learning. And I think that, yeah, it's just sort of the, the investments will come back to you yeah i definitely think if you continue to just go hard how do you feel about that you agree i do agree um yeah i mean everything you guys said about you know 
I agree with literally. And I think honestly, at the end of the day, you just get to do what you like to do. Like for me, I mean, you know, obviously the deep stuff, sure, inspiring people and whatnot. I love that. Really, I do. But at the end of the day, it's like, I love clothes. <laughs> yeah. I love clothes. I love makeup. I love skincare. And so I just have the opportunity to really spend time thinking about that consistently, which doesn't bother me because it's something that I already would have been doing just, you know, in my time, like outside of work. Because yeah. if you corporate. see Shay in person, there's no way you're not commenting on how beautiful her skin is. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, looking at it right now and just like, first thing I said to her when she walked through the door, did you get a facial? <laughs> you we had radiant. a little mishap this morning with the skincare, but you know, because I have been studying my skincare, I knew there was a mishap going on. I was like, ah, 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 gotta wash my face. But anyway, stuff like that where I'm like, I just get to do what I already like doing just on like a slightly bigger scale and with the opportunity you know, to get compensated for it, which is like a win-win situation. Let's be real. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's a win-win situation. And so at the end of the day, even, you know, like we say, we're talking about all the kind of like realities of it. It always, like I said, once I put the makeup on and once I'm like in front of the camera and I'm talking, it's like a light bulb instantly clicks off and I'm like, right, girl, you I love do doing this. Like, this is something that you genuinely enjoy. And obviously, we all hope that that comes across in each of our respective platforms and our, you know, what we talk about and share. Because at the end of the day, it's just like we wouldn't be doing this for this long if there wasn't some level of just like genuine enjoyment for it. And obviously, all the other kind of like additional benefits. But at the core of it all, it's just like we get to do what we I don't know, just really like to do. Like, I like to dress up. I like to, even if I'm just putting outfits together for my own personal Rolodex so I can look back and be like, oh, I have an event to go to. Oh, right, I did put that outfit together, which is like about 85% of the time. Yeah, I'm like, this is great. I just put an outfit together and I'm like, damn, girl, you look good. Now take the outfit off because you ain't got nowhere to go. <laughs> <laughs> True. But even doing something like that, I'm like, it makes me feel good. Mm -hmm. So I think at the end of the day, you know, that at the core of it all is why I enjoy are the benefits of doing this. It's just like, I get to just talk and yeah. share. Yeah. True. And I also, in full transparency, like it would be unfair to say that the money is not also, like the potential for earning in this industry is has skyrocketed since we started. And so, of course, it is definitely a huge incentive and motivating that the hard work that you put in can now get you an income that allows you to do things on a bigger scale, make more of your dreams come true and allow you to bless the people that are in your life and in your community. I think that's a beautiful aspect of it, but that's also not something that I wanted to put the highest value on in this conversation because I also think that, and we're going to have money topic. It's in the queue. Um, <laughs> so, cause that's a whole nother conversation, but I think that that is definitely not the number one thing and not why I would pursue a field like this because it really does have to come from the love of what you're doing and what you're sharing and who you're sharing it for, because there are so many other things, entanglements that come up emotionally, mentally, when, the money aspect does come into the play because we all started this when we were getting peanuts for doing hella work. Nuts. Overhaul. Doing the absolute most. Wow. <laughs> yep. But we have transitioned from that time period, thank God. But we continued because we really enjoyed it. Yeah, through the peanuts. We yes. enjoyed doing this thing. Yeah. 
Wow, yeah. if you were I doing this for free, then that says a lot. That's what I'm saying. But I think that's a great kind of like takeaway because obviously we're talking about being an influencer. And so I'm sure there are people who are like, man, I really want to start doing this. And, you know, kind of understanding, do you really want to start doing it? Obviously, after everything we've talked about, like really sit down with yourself and kind of have that conversation because obviously the industry now is completely different than it was five years ago. When we entered it, it was just like a tra-la-la-la, I'm here to just, you know. Yeah. I like my to best take up space online. Yeah, literally which, just take you know, space. was great. And I, I can't admit, like, entering at that time was much less pressure. And yeah. I could imagine entering in now is a whole lot of pressure because there's a plethora of people doing it. And so you do kind of have to sit down with yourself and be like, okay, is this something that I'm ready to embark on? And is it something that I'm willing to do for the free? Whatever that may look like. Gifted, free, not really getting paid as much for a time being. Because even if... I mean, obviously the goal is that everybody, you know, gets their coin for sure. But let's talk about reality and like think about what what if that it doesn't happen immediately? Will you be still willing to to share this stuff? And I think that goes with anything. I mean, people who are studying to be doctors, not comparing our career to doctors at all, but, you know, they sacrifice a lot in the beginning for like, the final end goal that, but it's like eight, 10 years of sacrifice. <laughs> not yeah, saying that literally. being an influencer takes 10 years of sacrifice. Mm. I mean, but for, it, some, you know, for some of us, it's been a long, yeah, it's been been a long time. It's relative, though. Right. But, you know, with any career, there's always a level of sacrifice. And are you willing to do it for the end goal? Which, like Amina said, it's not always money. Like, money is just like the nice Icing little cherry on, on top. Yeah. But there's other great benefits to doing this stuff and being able to explore different career paths. So anyway... I would say a nice takeaway is just sit with yourself and think about that. And hopefully, I mean, this conversation is inspiring to anybody if you're looking into it or if you're starting and you're feeling like, what's going on? Just know, <laughs> look it. You the the road was not easy, yeah. okay? It's not supposed to be easy. It, it's not. And you're going to have many times where you're just like, wow, what am I doing? Because no matter what level you're at, I think you're always going to question like, what am I even doing? Yeah. Let me tell you, I question that about one time a week. I'm like, hmm. Yep. <laughs> and honestly, to hear that is inspiring to me because sometimes I will just see and like log in and just see content after content. And I'm like, damn, this this girl is consistent AF. And here I am. Not, <laughs> but it's just normal and everything comes in waves and you're going to feel emotions on a different, you know, in different seasons or different waves than somebody else. But at the end of the day, I think we all experience similar feelings. So no matter where you are in your journey, if you're like hyped up and super motivated and ready to go, go and ride that energy, but also be mindful of that. It's going to come in waves. There are going to be lows that come along with the highs and it's a part of the process. And just don't give up. If it's something that you're passionate about, keep going and have start to surround yourself with a community of people that uplift you, whether your community is just one person or if it's, you know, a little girl gang that you can count on. That's amazing. And yeah, you're not alone. Oh, I like that. I feel like that was I feel like that was I feel like that was um a perfect way to say we will be talking about mental oh, exhaustion. Right. Oh yeah. Because there's there's a lot more. We didn't wanna, you know, get too dark, yeah. too dark, too fast. <laughs> we only wanted to hit you of thirty minutes of darkness of this. And not a whole lot of time. But we do want to talk about that. So there is more. So stay tuned there's, for that. But yeah, that was lovely. Yeah. So all right. 
thank you so much for listening. As always, make sure to check out Say So Collective on Instagram. We really want to continue these conversations online and offline. But if there's anything that you want us to talk about a little bit more, definitely make sure to leave that in the comments so that we know that we're giving you the good stuff. And yeah, excited to talk more. Yes. And if you can, you know, start leaving us a review. Rate us on five stars only. (laughs) Rate us us on all the podcasting places or wherever you listen to your podcast. We'll see y'all in the next episode. Bye. Bye. Bye.